This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, July the 1st, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your guy Friday, getting to sit in here. And it's a great day to be alive on the eve of this Independence Day weekend. And I hope this finds you well no matter where you are in this world gone mad. And let me tell you, that's an understatement. This show is brought to you by the Patriots Rating Group. We offer things that are real and tangible, things that have been around since, well, long before all of us. Things that you can count on when you can't count on anything else. Of course, I'm talking about financial security. I'm talking about real assets, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two is our business line. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate you taking time out of your holiday to allow us into them. You can also, when we're not on the air or when we're not open, you can go out to allamericangold.com. There at allamericangold.com, you can get pricing. You can order until the wee hours of the morning. And let me tell you, in, in this day and age, that's becoming more and more valuable as markets can move on a dime. And you are able to actually be able to do something about it from the comfort of your home, and no salesman will call. That's allamericangold.com. I'm sitting in with the president and the guy who does this show, Joe Jaquin, nephew, who's doing a great job running the company here, and uh, they let me come in and do this Friday. This is 20 years in this time slot, over two decades. And I'm still here, and I'm up and running, and I feel great today. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. What? Boy, just amazing. Every every day you turn around, it's something else. Silver skyrocketed. It's up 93 cents today on top of yesterday. It, I don't even know... Probably three dollars in the last ten days minimum. It's a heck of a uh, move on, on that. Silver, uh, but again, gold if, as well. If you're a chartist, now gold, you know, silver. What did it get to? Like forty-eight dollars here. Gold. Uh, the previous high on silver, fifty bucks. Everybody knows that. And then gold was eight hundred. These were your nineteen eighties Hunt brother highs. And of course, gold long taken out its eight hundred dollar high and more than doubled it. But silver never did. Right when it was knocking on the door, the Crimex, the Communist Exchange, raised the margin requirements to uh, to inhibit people from actually right. buying they, they, silver they, contracts. They essentially forced selling. Silver uh, hit 53 days in a row. It was down $5, right. then another 5 and another 5 So it went from 50 to 35 and in three days. If you're a chartist and you know that these metals usually move hand in hand, of course it makes no sense. But we're going to talk about the whole program today because nothing makes any sense at all to me. Nothing. I mean, you look at these financial markets and where we were a week ago today. I was on the road coming, driving through Idaho. The Dow's falling apart. The world's falling apart. Listening to Brexit. Alan Greenspan is coming out on the television telling people it's the worst he's ever seen. Now, of course, they've activated the plunge protection team. Anybody knows it. And now the markets don't make any sense at all. So now, when you have gold roaring and stocks roaring and everything, and interest rates falling and nothing making any sense, then you know the government has touched it. U.S. 10-year, U.S. 30-years hit new 
all-time lows today. I've never seen anything like this. So gold's up 25% for the uh, for the year. The Listen, we're, we're, we are $20 away from gold being up 300 bucks for the year. That's amazing when you think about it because if you put... If you, now, remember, gold doesn't pay interest. This is what all your financial planners are. Oh, it doesn't pay interest. Well, either does the bank. All right? So now, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's paying interest. I mean, they're right. the banks are right on the verge of charging you interest. So let me tell you something. Foss, ask you a question. If you're going to hold money in a bank and they're going to charge you to put it in there, paper, paper, or would you say, here, I'm going to put gold in the bank and they'll charge you to hold the gold? Which one would you rather do? I don't know. I guess where you stand on a situation has a lot to do with where you sit. one 800 951 is our business line. It's uh, Friday. i got to tell you that I feel much safer today. I, I noticed on the front page of the paper that the U.S. military lifts its transgender ban. Well, it's about time. So you can have trannies now. <laughs> now, wait a minute, because I know... You're getting tranny by the tranny. I got to tell you, this to me is one of the best nuclear, one of the best military moves I've ever seen in my life. Could you imagine 20 or 2 million Chinese people invading Long Beach, and there's 500, 300-pound guys standing there in dresses? <laughs> I mean, if I'm the Chinese commander, I'm like, I don't even want this place. Let's get out of here. <laughs> that would have been a good way to hold off the Vikings. If Ragnar Wolfbrook would have turned his boat around, if this is what the women look like in this country, let's just keep sailing. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a straight, but I, I got to tell you, I think brilliant military strategy. <laughs> makes no sense, doesn't it? It makes no sense at all. So, but uh, we're going to try to connect the dots for you. Of course, Brexit. Nobody, you know, watching this and and the uh, the tantamount uh, tectonic moves that have moved these markets and gyrations in the last five trading days are incredible. But you know, I'm a, a student of history because lived it, and I was broadcasting here when Helmut Kohl was putting together the Maastricht Treaty. Wow. All right, how about that? Pulling helmet coal out of it. How about that? And that's when they were putting this together to create this large trading block called the European Economic Union. And that's what that was all about. Now, of course, there was one little wild card that nobody figured on as they put this society together and they merge Europe and they get England in and everything comes together and they're going to create this great, well, manufacturing block. China. <laughs> Just a small problem with China. Everything kind of fell apart there. We'll talk about that when we get back and what the ramifications are. It's Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Smoke them if you got them. Patriot Radio News Hour will be right back. Radar detectors will protect you from the fuzz anymore. <laughs> I was thinking about yeah, photo radar now. They don't need radar detectors. I was thinking about the tranny army. The whole <laughs> I'm still thinking it scares the heck out of me. I, I think it would we scare me. Send those guys to fight ISIS. You got a whole army that looks like Klinger. <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the world's just gone crazy. I mean, it's crazy. They need a section eight. The thought police are out there. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm going to get arrested any day for doing this radio program. We're not allowed to say anything anymore, you know. God forbid we upset anybody. So. Once again, these comments are those of <laughs> Eric Cedarstrom himself. And not necessarily those of the Patriot Trading Group. <laughs> so you got to get that in right. there. And when we started, they didn't have those things. You know, they listened to the show long enough, and the, the guys, the CEOs, are kind of like, you know, the, uh, well, the old uh, DJs are like, have you listened to this guy? <laughs> I better get it, uh, you know, a disclaimer or two up. But we're here, 1-800-951-0592. You know, the stress test. They stress test the banks. And... You have to laugh about that. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had one of those turtles. <laughs> you see those little turtles? <laughs> I used to stress test that. <laughs> I got to tell you, one day it okay, didn't. Okay, now, now Pete is going to be mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll be angry. It didn't pass one day. But the bank stress test, you know, they. I was reading the article in the Wall Street Journal that, uh, oh, they spent you know, literally millions and hundreds of millions of dollars hiring consultants to pass the stress test that... Uh, that the you know the feds are going to put them under, and I mean the whole thing's ridiculous, making them spend money to pass a test that it really is just ridiculous because the stress test that they didn't pass was the one where over half the country decides not to make their mortgage or credit card payments. You know, it's funny that's not one of the examples that they use. No, that's not the stress. That and that's, that's the issue. That's not the stress test. Right, that's the issue that faces them. Of course, when you get to that level, then they just bail everything out. But tell you what you're witnessing, and if you're confused at home, the economic markets, I'm going to try to straighten them out for you today. The the Plunge Protection Team, the PPT, which was this right-wing initials or acronym for this, you know, cloak and dagger hidden society that bails out Wall Street until they just decided to come out and go, yeah. And then they called it QE and stimulus packages, and, you know, they they don't hide the fact that, that there's a Plunge Protection Team, but it, Not it, anymore. No. It used to be, the, though, that you know they would have to sneak them in every now and then. You know, maybe once in a generation to hold the equity markets together. And if you look at the charts, you can see where they stepped in. You look in, you know, really in modern history, the October 87, and then you get into the 90s. Remember long-term capital? I was oh, working. That's right. I was working, yeah. doing radio shows or when we had our first office in the Scottsdale Air Park. You know, think about this. If long-term capital went under today, no one would even notice. That would be like yeah. sports authority going out of business. So here you got markets down 300, next day down 250, next day down another 300, and all of a sudden, just like it never happened, the Dow reverses from down 300 to up 500 and took out the first two days in, a lit- in literally in less than a half hour. What originally took 50 years in the Dow to do, they got done in a half hour. There was your plunge protection. <laughs> <laughs> we do more in a half hour than you do all decade. And, you know, it was there, and everybody, they stabilized it. And then, of course, you know, maybe the Bering Bank, when that, when England went under, they had to activate them that day because the Nikkei Rose was Trader. collapsing. They Rose made the Trader. movie on that. Right, that's a great movie, by the way. <laughs> and um, and then periodically, 08, 01, you know, 9-11. And you can just see where the intervention, just look at the charts. Now, wait a minute, if I got this right, everything's collapsing today, but yet tomorrow it's, we wake up and everything's fixed. Well, you know, the, the plunge protection team, if you look at the charts, I can count five places in the last seven months 
Now, these used to be once in a generation, once five, six, seven, eight, nine years, a seven-year itch. They'd have to get these guys off of vacation to come in and fix this thing. Now they have to do it almost monthly. Almost monthly, maybe daily, maybe weekly, because this is a news-driven event. And the people in this country, they're not stupid. They see the people begging on every corner that weren't there two years ago. That's all we have here now. They see an entire generation that won't go to work. You people are not stupid. You know the issues. The debt's just skyrocketing. The liberals have just run rampant in this country. This president has sold us out. He, I mean, here we've got the biggest problems we've ever had with the society since the Civil War brewing inside our borders here, and nobody wants to address the issue, except for maybe Donald Trump. Something's going to pop. You know it, and I know it. We're going to see it. you got doomsday guys everywhere. Which, you know, you just, those guys are 52,000. Just remember that number. 52,000. That's how many guns a day are being bought in this country. Well, there's a civil war coming. There's no doubt about it. And I made a comment here four or five months ago in Ukraine that I said the, uh, the Islamic terrorists are going to uprise and it's going to keep getting more and more active until, it, until we get to, uh, tumultuous capitulation. Well, look at what they've been doing. You, you take the uh, the Turkish airport now, you, you look at, they, they hit you at the airport, they hit you at concerts, they hit you in the bars, they hit you at work. I mean, they're everywhere. But it's terrorism when it's somewhere else. When it's here, it's gun violence. Yeah. Don't forget that. And hate crime. You know, the Hillary Clinton, and I mean, she gets elected to president. You know, one of her, one of her planks of her campaign is to not not confiscate guns, but to buy them back. Have you seen that plan? Well, that's d- different than uh, that's different. No, but they're going to call it a gun buyback, and they're going to offer you. Well, you know, let's just let's study government buyback, shall we? There was uh, cash for clunkers. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. The uh, first government buyback. Anybody want to know what it was? Do 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 do. It was a buyback that was really a confiscation. Gold. Now, when they recalled gold, 1933, summer of 33, they uh, they knew that they said, just give it to us. People might hide it. <laughs> kind of like guns. Just give us your guns. They may not get them. And let me see. For, well, a couple hundred years, a $20 bill and a $20 gold piece were worth the same. They go, so if we give them $20 of paper, they... They might, you know, these are pretty smart people. They might not turn them in. This is at the height of the Great Depression. I know. Let's give them 65 cents. 60 cents Seven, of silver. 60 cents. Nope, 60 cents of silver. 5 cents of nickel. And 2 cents of copper. 67 cents is what you got for an ounce of gold. Not a bad trade, really. Now, you think about this, really. Height of the Great Depression. Yeah. People were broke. Broke. Side, side of beef was less than a buck. So sixty-seven cents was a lot of money. This was their turn it in. We're just going to buy it from you. What happened? It turned into a confiscation. After that, they just went, "Okay, well, everybody didn't turn it in. Guess what? It's now illegal." <laughs> <laughs> Ten so, years in prison, by right, the way. Right. So sell us your your weapons. Stand in line. You believe the guy? I'm sure they said in the '30s. You believe the stupid government paying all this money for this gold? $20.67 for a $20 gold piece? I got 10 of them. I'm selling them. 
Same thing with guns. You believe they're paying all this money for AR-15? So anyway, I digress, but that's how it starts. Just in case you were wondering, of course, you couldn't own gold for a long time. Once they get gold or guns, you'll never be able to. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't work that way. Uh, You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour on your favorite radio station. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your guy Friday. Get sitting here once a week. Joe Jenkins. My niece Sarah is out front, and Homer, the Wonder Dogs, in the back there, and life's just great as we uh, are working. One of the few businesses open during the <laughs> Independence Day holiday. Which do you see the interview? The guy. I don't know if you've seen him. He walks around on the streets of the the beaches and the piers, and he goes up to people and asks them yes, questions. Yeah, that's Have you ever seen that? that guy. Is I mean, great. He, he, you cringe watching it. Yeah, you do. You're just like, how do these people even get up in the morning? So without being killed, what are we actually teaching people? And they ask him. I asked one of the guys. He says, "Oh, it's Independence Day weekend. Great. Yeah, we're going to celebrate our independence from the Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. What do they teach? Because my wife and I watched that video this morning. I go, "What do they teach them?" Because that was drummed into our head. 1776 absolutely drummed into your head. And in case you forgot it, in 1976, they made bicentennial quarters. So you could keep looking at it. You know, you think about it, if they went with the trick question, can you tell us what happened July 4th, 1776, how many people would not know? I know. I don't know what they teach in school. I mean, that's burning at fourth grade. And how would I know? That was how many years ago? I don't know what happened 200 years ago. My wife, Lori, and I were just, she's like, same thing. Yeah, it's fourth grade. They're burning that in your head every year. Every year. I don't think they do that anymore. See, my wife, lovely, my my lovely wife, Lori, she was on Fox News last she's night. so much more she's, popular than you. I know. What's happened? <laughs> I'm like, Eric, who, who's that who's guy? that guy? I know. Remember, you used to go, I can't go anywhere because everybody knows Eric. Now I walk around, they go, Who's that guy with Lord? <laughs> How do we get rid of that guy? <laughs> he must have a lot of money. He's pretty old. She's beautiful. <laughs> she keeps me in the life I'm accustomed to. She's got a house up in Cave Creek uh, that uh, has just has caught national attention. It's amazing. It's a survivalist house. It originally was. The guy took uh, old Burlington Northern Santa Fe Railroad boxcars and buried them. And then he made a tunnel from his house to the boxcars. A tunnel. Yeah. Right, not, not a, but a tunnel. A tunnel you could crawl through, you know, and uh, I guess the word is prepper now, but back then we called them survivalists, you know, for uh, when they dropped the big one. So, you know, I'm sure he had it stocked with food, water, and provisions, and now it's got a bar and a ping-pong table. <laughs> and a ping-pong table. <laughs> which is what, right, if you want to survive, which you got to have some of those. She's amazing, so... If you get a chance, you can watch that just about anywhere. I put it up on Facebook, and it's had a zillion hits already. It's a, it's a neat house. It really is. a neat listening. So, 1-800-951-0592. We're watching Puerto Rico getting ready to be... Oh, they just defaulted on another $2 billion. $2 billion. Now, I'm gonna, they, They're screwing it a little bit at a time. I want to put this into perspective. Okay? $2 billion. That's a lot of money. Don't you think? I don't know. That was probably long-term capital back in the day. <laughs> Two, yeah. Two billion. Yeah, it was going to take down the, the entire financial system. Long-term capital is going to take it down $2 billion. Uh, Volkswagen just settled for $15 billion. 
I feel like it's something out of Austin Powers, right? Oh, my God, Puerto Rico's going to go under $2 billion. They all start laughing. <laughs> it's Volkswagen. Just Volkswagen. Well, yeah. just about, how about this? The EU, apparently things are just like I told you. Banks cannot make money in negative rate environments, and the worst banks go first. The Italian banks last night, after Germany rejected it earlier this week, for $40 billion, they now backstop the Italian banks, the EU, for $150 billion last night. Isn't that something? And again, the money, well, $150 billion, that's money. But Oracle had to pay, just got a lawsuit, got hit with a fine yesterday. They have to pay Hewlett-Packard $3 billion. <laughs> so, you hear, so when you hear about Puerto Rico and all that, but how, I wanna, we'll wait till after the break we're going to talk about you know, why, why is it this way? Why have rates gone negative? And they're going that way here. And why is it happening? And we're going to talk about that. This is, a, this is an anomaly that nobody, absolutely no financial quote-unquote advisor, expert. You mean it wasn't on the stress test? Not one person has ever forecasted this because it never happened until where we're at today. I don't think they know what to do about it. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. It's Friday halftime. We'll be back after these messages. Hey, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. 1-800-951-0592 is our business line. If you need to order, you can do so. Prior to the 4th of July holiday, I don't know if Joe's open Monday. Are you open Monday? No, we're closed on Monday, so you got to do it today. Uh, we're going to be here to about 1. got to be careful what you do in this world. You know, we yeah, it's 1,000 degrees at my house, and it hadn't rained at all. We finally got a little monsoon going, and I got... All these quails. You know, I live on a, on a dead-end road, well, end of a road, and it's... Uh, you live on, on dirt. On dirt, on a couple acres in the like house. any respectable right-wing wacko would. Right, I live on a dirt road. I'm a dirt road guy. Next to me, I'm on a couple acres. The house next to me is on 10. So we got just about anything that walks or crawls, all right, or slides You have on. a mini preserve in right. between your house and your neighbor's house. Even the neighbors comment. I don't know why. The birds have flocked to my house. So, so we got all the new little hatchlings. It's called water. Yeah, well, that's it. So uh, we haven't had any rain or anything. I got a fountain. The birds can, can, you know, get in the fountain. They bathe every day and stuff. They have a good time. I leave that on all summer. But the little, tiny little ones that run across, you know, they're everywhere. And so <laughs> I try to give them water, and, and I usually keep a thing dripping, you know, and, and the bunnies and everything. They find it. They know where the water is if they need it. But the little ones, there's so many of them. I probably got 50 little babies in my yard that I got a little pie tin, a couple of them. And I set them out on the side, the side of my property. Okay? I can't understand why all these animals are out near my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I just got a little pie tin, and I put some water in it, and uh, and the little birds were drinking. I guess everything was fine. They're empty the first couple of mornings. But then yesterday morning I get up, and I'm like, this bird poop is all over my driveway. And I'm not talking about little, I mean, the size of a softball. <laughs> and, I, and I realized the hawks and owls <laughs> are all coming yeah. in at night to eat the birds while they're drinking. <laughs> this is what it's they're, like. They're flying in for me. Oh, yeah. right <laughs> another one of those pie tins. <laughs> They probably murdered 900 little baby birds. I apologize to you guys. Like the Quail Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you know, it's what you do. It's kind of like 
once you touch it, the government, you know, it's like QE4. It just creates all these other problems, so just leave it alone. Don't touch it. But we got rain now, so I won't do that anymore. But it uh, didn't rain for about 90 days, and I just felt sorry for him. I thought about heading in why this is going on, why we have negative interest rates, something no one ever forecasted, ever, ever. Well, like ever. I've been saying, it's the banking system. It's all predicated upon charging interest. That's how it works. Right. So how can you go from charging to not charging interest to now saying, hey, you need to pay interest? Well, this is when they touch it. So Wall Street got together. They lobbied everybody. They put the free trade agreements in, right? NAFTA, GATT, uh, the Eurozone, all they put together, all the free trade agreements, and everything was going to go to Mexico. Right, and, I, and that's okay for America. I mean, that's close. Well, Mexico is close. Right. And then remember Tank Guy who stood in front of the tank in the 90s. Tiananmen Square. In China, Tiananmen Square. And they're like, yeah, you know, at least there's a billion people here. If they start rioting, they may actually win. So they're like, okay, we give in. All right, we're going to relax our communist thing. We're going to make it more like America. Then they steal all our patents. Everything goes over there. So nobody really foresaw, foresaw this coming. Now, they had decided long ago they were going to, and this is why we had free trade, they were going to sacrifice wages for growth, okay? So, you know, we're going to have cheaper wages. American multinational companies will pay people's slave wages, and ultimately everything will be cheaper and it will be right. better for a society. Part of Alan Greenspan's productivity, productivity miracle. miracle. So this is kind of like putting right. down... This is like putting down a pie tin for right. water. How can you have all this great productivity, yet you're paying less in wages? They, what a great thing. Right. They, they put the water down for the birds. Okay? <laughs> so they mess with it. They mess with it. All right. So no more wage growth in America. Anyone want to argue that point? No. There was no. Unless, I, I, unless you're a union government employee, which, by the way, government unions, Donald Trump needs to bust them if he gets elected. You don't need to protect teachers from taxpayers. All right. I mean, you don't need government unions to protect from the robber baron taxpayers. Anyway, I, I digress. So here they decided no more wages, no more wages. So uh, fine, all right. Here's what they did. They didn't look through like the owls and the and the hawks coming to eat everybody's night while they're drinking. That uh, they didn't say, well, all right. Well, what happens here as we start to uh, the socioeconomic destruction starts to grow, and now there's no jobs, and we have unrest, and now the business model's broken, and now China wants to live in houses, and that all, and they, they have all the growth, and we just gave it all away. They have all our stuff, and they, we have no growth here. We still have depressed wages and no growth. The, the bankers didn't see it through, and they're like, all right, well, we'll lower interest rates. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, we're, we're interest rates are five or six. You right, know, we'll, yeah. We'll go to three or four. Three or four, yeah. It'll be fine. How bad could it get? So this is why it doesn't work. Now, if you look at this, the banks could make money. And I, and I look at just the trades, guys, because Arizona's run on trades. You know what I mean? Construction trades. Like, you're an electrician, you're a framer, you're a roofer, you're a concrete guy, you're a, a landscape guy, or whatever. They're everywhere. They're just everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And, and, and you know... Thirty years ago, you could make a thousand dollars a month. You'd make twelve grand a year. You had a white, you know, you had a truck payment, a trailer. You know, you were tan and in good shape. You were young. You had a wife, kid. You had, you bought a house. The house was thirty grand. Okay, a small little house. Right. The car was two or three grand. All my buddies did it. All right. All of them. They all worked in the trades, and as they they got, you know, they became the owners, and they worked their way up, and they got bigger homes, and then they all went bankrupt. All of them, because all their money was in real estate, and their trade was in real estate, but. This is why they can't fix it. Today, okay, the house, they, they don't make 
twelve thousand dollars a year. You can make three grand a month. All right, so you make you work hard, you make three grand a month, thirty thousand, maybe forty thousand a year. But the house isn't thirty grand anymore. The house, the entry level home in Phoenix is three hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, and for that one, you got to live pretty far away. Yeah, oh yeah, you got to get out of Dodge. All right, so here. You're only making thirty, forty thousand a year. You're trying to get in the trades. You're a framer or whatever. Now you're competing against everybody who doesn't speak English. <laughs> I mean, everywhere. That, that they've just flooded the markets with them. If you can make a living, you got to be a hardest working guy there is. If you're going to have a wife and kids, now you get a mortgage of three hundred thousand dollar house. But mortgage rates, when you were making a thousand a year, were seven or eight percent on a home. Now they're three percent and dropping. What's going to happen? This is what happens at the end of fiat floating uh, economic cycles. This is what happens at the end of the monetary cycles. They can't raise prices, so they try to offset it by creative right. financing. That's right. They'll so, raise the price but lower the interest and try to have it work out the same. So the average car loan now, and I got this straight from the general manager of one of the largest Ford stores here in, in the country, says most of our loans are 84 months at almost 0% to hold these auto sales together. Mortgages are at 2 and 3%, unheard of, and dropping. Because there's no wage growth. You understand? you got to go one way or another. People have to make money so they can pay interest, have a good job, and raise. People want to work. They want to raise families. They want to do what their dad did. They do, in spite of what you're hearing and what you're seeing. These kids want to get out of the basement. They want to go to work. But it's gotten, it's gotten so absurd now. It's gotten so far that they have no skills and they have no drive. They have no desire. They were creating these welfare families. And that's, what, that's all that's being creative. Something has to give, ladies and gentlemen. We are, you're witnessing the end of the cycle. I'm going to talk about that when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're glad you're with us. Stay with us. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Happy Independence Day to you people. Fourth of July. I don't know why they like Independence Day better, but I don't know. So people want to go out and shoot things off. We're talking about how we got into this mess and uh, and how they, they figured the really smart guys, how they were going to work us through this thing, and now we're just coming to the end. And, and I, I agree we're at the end of the, of the cycle here that they'll, they'll – well, I mean, and, I mean, the world's not coming to an end this weekend, but – Ultimately, what they're going to have to do is we're going to go negative as well, beyond anybody's wildest dreams. There's no growth. There's no wage growth. And what what happens next is the, they can't get the genie back in the bottle. They're like, well, you know, a new house is still 300 They get stagflation for a while, and a new house is this, and 300 grand, and there's nobody working, and the corporations are running everything, and there's no growth, and all the news is horrible. And they go, okay, well, let's go to 40-year mortgages, then 50-year, and then... You know, car loans are a hundred months, and everything is free. And you don't—they charge you to put money in the bank, and they just can't go anymore. And then you get a little black swan somewhere, and the currency starts to fall apart against the rest of these. This is the one thing that everybody's worried about—the dollar collapsing. And ultimately, just about every well, European—they well, change you know, the money. Right here, so, here's the thing, though. What we're seeing is now—it doesn't matter which currency it is, right? If the if the euro collapses, if the pound collapses, if the yen collapses, if the dollar collapses, because we all interwoven it together. That means we all go down together. Right. Everybody's going, oh, it'll be a global thing. Make no mistake about it. 
So then what happens next, if you study, you know, your history, then they try the, would you believe, Maxwell Smart, would you believe devaluation? <laughs> I'd like devaluation for 200 please, Alex. it looks better. The $300,000 house is now thirty grand. Everything looks fine, you know? And, you know, if you have 3000 it costs thirty grand. You see what I mean? So whatever they have costs a lot more than what you got. And this is how they go, see, it's just like it used to be. Everything is great. A house is thirty grand again. Well, it's not. And then ultimately, hyperinflation just kicks in. And they never pay off any debt. The debt's always there. There's never been a country ever since the beginning of time. And then they end up defaulting, and they have to change the currency over. And, it's and they always, just can never figure out how it happens. Right. It's always predicated by hyperinflation. Always. Well, you know always. what? It's so funny. So, You're starting to sound like Alan Greenspan, because the one thing he did say through all of this, he goes, at the end of this, and like always, it always leads to hyperinflation. Always. You know, and Alan Greenspan now sounds like Ron Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're laughing about it. Nobody wants to even talk, bring up his name no. anymore. No, it's crazy. Boy, he was out last Friday going, I've never seen a set of economic uh, situations so dire ever. Ever. They can't fix this. You understand? They can't fix it. Can't fix it. You can't have prosperity, ladies and gentlemen, without freedom. And, I mean, they're just letting everybody in here. A little, and if you say anything bad about them, you're going to jail. Not them. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. They can't fix it. They're never going to get the genie back in the bottle. And especially with uh, just elect one more liberal, and that ought to get it done. So, And you hear you got an entire generation that they can't do anything. They got, I mean, the sons and daughters of, of America right now are stuck. They can't do anything. They, they, they don't do it. They can't. They can't. They can't create any type of movement. I mean, ultimately, it's just going to end up having to be a riot. Is the only way that I can see anything getting done. I saw it. Now, here you got Wall Street that's recovered, right? All right, miraculously. Well, let's face it. Ten-year notes do all-time low. That's right. how it recovers. All-time recovered. low. Right. I mean, that's, that's how it recovers. Sure, just cheaper money. Again, they just throw Band-Aids on it. QE going on in Europe or something. Right. Like now, be of, the Bank of England, it didn't take long. It's been a week. Right. Okay. Get ready. We're getting ready. We're going to do some stimulus here. We're going to cut rates and, and do some stuff. It's coming. Don't worry. So Wall Street does this miraculous turnaround. Boom, boom. It's what it always does, right? right. Uh, one right. protection team. Just pick it out on the chart. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. They're in there all the time. They are the market, by the way. And everybody knows. So they all want to buy on the dips because the government's going to be the first one in. <coughs> Fidelity Mutual Funds is cutting all their fees. Now, let me ask you something. If this market rally, that was in the Wall Street Journal today, because they're cutting all their fees across the board for their mutual funds, all right? If everybody's dying to get in, trust me, Peter Lynch feeding the street is not lowering fees, all right? Nobody's going in. Everyone's going out. Every, this entire generation wants nothing to do with what drove this country. They don't know anything about it. The volumes are gone, and and as the baby boomers turn 70 and a half, you know, you, you've been saying this for a year. Who's buying it? Nobody. Nobody. Otherwise, Fidelity would be raising. After a week like this, are you kidding me? They mean, hear that markets are crashing, and you just all of a sudden on the television, we're the strongest country. We've got the strongest financial markets. Everything is fixed. Obama's the greatest. Life is good. Fidelity Mutual Fund, yes, we're cutting fees across the... Buried on page nine right. of the Wall Street Journal. We're cutting fees. We're cutting on, jobs across the board. We're cutting. Everything. Yeah, nobody wants in. There's entire generations won't buy homes, won't buy stocks, can't. They it's want not to. A won't. Yeah. It's not a won't. They it's just a can't. They just can't do it. They just can't do it. So, 
Ah, oh, I got to tell you that, uh, and every day you just watch it and you think, well, it'll get better, but it isn't going to get better. And then you look, and why? Well, the whole thing's rigged. How about the Attorney General meeting in Phoenix on the tarmac? What's her name? Loretta Lynch. Lo- Lo- Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton. Now, Lo- Loretta Lynch is in charge of the Hillary Clinton investigation. Right. Yeah, she's the Attorney General. Right. All right. Meeting with, I mean, that's how stupid they are. Obviously appointed. Look at the entire cabinet, all right? They, they got the same look on their face as if you ask someone at Jack in the Box to count change for a $10 bill. That's what these people look like. Dumber than stick. Yes, our attorney general. One thing I'll say for Lorena Lynch, she's got one of the worst case of cankles I've ever seen. <laughs> well, they had a picture of her walking on the tarmac, but are you kidding me? His wife's... <laughs> Running for president. Uh, well, we can't decide whether to elect her or indict her. And she meets with the president? Or president's well, her candidate? They, presidential they just, candidate? They just shared a flight together. Don't worry. They just talked about Bill's golf game. Oh, yeah. There's nothing. Nothing. Isn't that something? All right. I know. Here's one for you, too, real quick during the break uh, before we go to the final segment. I saw a picture of John Bon Jovi standing next to and hugging Hillary Clinton. That's the end of that album. (laughs) Patriot Radio News, our final segment coming up. Final segment on a Friday on this Independence Day. Thanks for tuning in. The uh, New Jersey Transportation Fund is broke. So I think that everything's a toll road there, and I've never been. I, I I'm going to say this: they're uh, they got a lot of problems. This is just another one. Uh, the problem is they don't have any money, and they couldn't agree. They want to raise the gasoline, the state gasoline tax there, which is twenty three cents on top of the federal tax, which is eighteen or nineteen cents. They want to raise it from twenty three to thirty seven and a half cents. How about that? In New Jersey. And the federal is eighteen four, so $0.55 cents a gallon just for taxes. They figure still not enough. No, still, still not enough. Isn't that crazy? Well, there's no end to it. And, again, this is why either pay people wages and let them go to work or just tax the death out of the people who yeah, are. Either way, you're going to pay for it. Chicago public schools, all that stuff, it's all the same. Joe's got something put together here that I'm kind of excited about, so if you don't mind, I kind of wanted to talk okay. about it. Um, I, I hold these, and I think these are probably one of the prettiest, most beautiful way to hold gold and pass down wealth that you can possibly do. And I'm talking about proof gold American eagles. They make them in the one ounce, half ounce, quarter ounce, and tenth ounce. And the tenth ounce is about the size of a dime. And it's a gold coin. It's minted by the United States Mint. It says uh, one tenth ounce U.S. fine gold, five dollar. You, five U.S. dollars, it's got the eagle on it, and it's just its absolutely beautiful. But if you take it to the next level and you get a proof issue, and, of course, a proof issue is where they, they take the presses and they turn up the PSIs on them. I mean, they crank these things up as high as they'll go. They polish the dies till they're mirror-like, and then the planchets, which, is, which are the gold, they buff, they actually buff the gold nuggets, the gold round coins, the blank coins, they buff them and polish them to where they're like mirrors. And then then they start striking them multiple times, and they just pound these things to where they just are amazing. An incredible PSI. It puts a mirror finish on That is really, if you've never held one or seen one, 
This is going to be a great opportunity for you today. They put him in a, in a Navy presidential presentation case. He's got the presidential eagle on it, a cardboard box, and inside the box is a certificate. And, of course, it shows what it is. You want to have all this. They come. You don't just want just the coin. You don't want it in a slab holder or none of that ridiculousness. What you want is the way the Treasury made it, the way the U.S. Mint made it, and this is how they did it. So you've got a presidential present, uh, cardboard box, a Navy box with a with a uh, embossed gold eagle on it, and then you open that up, and inside that is a felt case. You have a felt case, another Navy deep felt case with a pewter eagle on top of it, and then you open it. It's like a jewelry box, and there's a certificate also in there, and you open it it's like a jewelry box, and in this case is a, a stunning piece of U.S. legal lawful tender, U.S proof $5 gold eagle. And you can buy these from the U.S. Mint. Yeah, they, this is the only thing that they sell to the public. These are also collectibles because there's only a limited number of them minted every year. Right. If you get some of the back year, some of them obviously are worth astronomical uh, amounts of money. But these are legal for 175 And Joe's got 50 of them. If you have the wherewithal or the ability to pick up one ten. We're going to put a limit 10. Someone will buy all 50. This is this is the best buy in the country on these. If you get a chance, call 1-800-951-0592 and put one away. You'll be thankful that you did. God bless everybody. Thanks for allowing us into your lives. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week, good Lord willing. Until then, happy 4th of July.